your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. This is Season 1, Episode 17 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast, and today we're talking about vulnerability hangovers and curiosity and a whole host of other things. Enjoy. So, um, are you going to need some Tums over there, honey? Why is that? <laughs> I feel like... Oh, yeah, I accidentally burped into the microphone right before we recorded. I'm not... I'm talking about like a... Uh, an ear shattering one, but yeah, um, I'm so sorry. That was pretty gross. But you know, to be fair to you, I have not been cooking like the super healthy meals that I <laughs> that when we went we to we have derailed nutritionally. We have derailed just in a stressful season. Yeah, we have derailed, but we have been doing yoga every morning, oh, which has been yoga. you know what a lot of. Um, time in my life I've spent strongly disliking yoga (laughs) you know all that heavy breathing and everything and all that being quiet I'm just not a fan of breathing and being quiet (laughs) (laughs) okay and but I do like to um but but that's changed, or it, it you're trying changed. to tell me I've that... I've, en- I've started to enjoy breathing, <laughs> and being quiet. You know what? I really have enjoyed the quiet moments lately, because um, ever since we've gone into this season, probably about the last month or so, yeah. where we just have it's I want to say it's a crunch time where we have yeah. a lot we're working on with Legendary Marriage Academy and some other things. I just feel like the kids have bumped up their volume quite a bit in effort to get attention. Yeah. And so they're kind of driving me crazy. I mean, I don't blame them, but they're kind of driving me crazy. Yeah. It's tough on on them, I think, uh, that we work from home so much. Sure. Because we're right here. We're like, we're right. He like, you could reach out and touch us, but we keep saying, no, we can't play. No, don't touch us. These are the, (laughs) these are the work hours and, you know, and, and it's, it's good. Like they'll, you know, in the long run, I hope that they'll, they'll come to understand, um, creating healthy boundaries for themselves (laughs) and not having to be like isolated off in a monk, like a monk in a tower in order to get, right. Create that, um, but it's also tough. Like it's tough for me because yeah, I want to go play Legos. Yeah, I want to go. For okay, a bike ride. Justin, yeah. I feel like you need to have a confession time. You always like to play Legos. We is that how confession works? That I call it out the, and then the, make you confess. The, like, <laughs> okay, so Justin, uh, just so you know, is a, I'm going to be thinking about something to to invite me, you to confess. Oh. Oh, wow. Maybe I, not today. I'm Maybe not, not sure. tomorrow. 
but soon that's not the rest how a, of the podcast a legendary marriage works i don't know but i was going to confess that i have really lost my zeal for cooking lately mm. like i had been on this thing where you know i was really enjoying like trying new recipes and you know just making a nice dinner you know, each evening and having it on the table at a certain time. Right now, I'm just like, any old slop that I put up there is good enough. And, and there's I- been some slop. <laughs> Which ones? In love, in love, honey. And and I appreciate all that you do. All the slop. <laughs> I appreciate all that you do. But yes, just uh, just because, in in all truth, I'm yeah. I'm I'm coming alongside you to to um to stand with you yeah. in in your slop statement. I know. Um. Yes, there has been some of that, some and um, you know, you're not going to hear about it from me. I mean, I'm I'm grateful anytime you want to shove some slop in front of you. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> Well. I'll, I'll, I'll pretty clearly think to my, like tonight I said, really, really? Like I, I said something like, really? This is what we're, okay, well, whatever. It was frozen like, lasagna. I, frozen lasagna is awesome. It's a carb bomb and yeah. it's, you know. So, so I, I just, I, I want to own my piece in it and not really, <laughs> you know, saying, hey, let me dig into that. Because I just, I get so hyper focused on work stuff and I'm like, okay, well, if if you're gonna do something there, then great. I've got thirty minutes more to crank on whatever project I'm working on. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of what I that's what I So think. so how about this? What if we what if tomorrow like we just need to form I was al- I almost was really honest there and said during church, what if we actually <laughs> sat there? Okay, here's our next confession. I told you I'm going to have even more of a vulnerability hangover than I already have. But um, no, in church, we sometimes do work. Well, it's not work. It's just... We take notes on things and text each other back and forth. It's multitasking. I'm listening. I'm listening during the message. Yeah. And then we're like, what did he say? What was he talking about? But sometimes about? It, it, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a pride or an ego thing. But sometimes I'm just like, man, I've, I've heard a version of this message. Well, sure. Jesus saves, heard times, it. Probably 40 times, <laughs> right? Like, right. There are only maybe eight oh. scriptures that any pastor really teaches on on a, any given Sunday morning. Oh, come on, honey. <laughs> Seriously. I think there's a few more than eight scriptures. But no, we go to a great church. We go to a great church and I, I enjoy the teaching and we enjoy oh, the music, yeah, sure. like all of that. And we're, we're working to get more involved there. But also it's kind of like an oasis. It's like, yeah, it's, oh, it's nobody's pawing on me. Yes. Like I can just sit here and worship, which I love worship, but then I sit there and then your mind gets like, I feel like my mind gets super active during church. Like when I sit down. Yes. Yes. Me too. It's kind of like when you sit down to meditate or something or pray, and then all of a sudden your brain starts like firing off with like a million things and you're like, Shut up, you dumb brain. I'm trying to be quiet right now. You dumb brain. That's, <laughs> that's why I I take my journal with me every week now. Yeah, yeah. 
Because you got to get that stuff down. Because I'm just like, okay, I, I know that this is a this is a 40 minute window. Yeah, that, what is it I'm about just, going to church? It just makes my brain fire well, on like know, all cylinders. I'd like to say that it's a spiritually guarded place that's holy well, that's and you true. should be wearing bare feet and you know it's sacred ground and the presence of God is more powerful there. But but that's a load of junk. Hey, I, I might need a pedicure if we're gonna be bare feet in church. It's <laughs> there a, is a church, barefoot church. I think it's out on the east coast. Or maybe it's West Coast. Uh, it's probably near a beach. They, they that are. Sounds about right. They, they are. And I think they started services on the beach when they first started. That's awesome. But I've heard great things about the church. So a sad note is that um, our Steelers lost. I mean, I mean to say they Ugh. lost is kind of an understatement. They got cranked on. They were not. Yeah. They did, I'm not sure they even showed up for the game. But we love them. And there's always another season. But now yes. we can go to our Super Bowl parties before we had had to tell our friends, no, I don't think we're going to come to parties because we have to seclude ourselves in our Steeler dome. Well, let's be clear. <laughs> you say that. I do. That's because like I'm a bigger you, fan than you are. Well, I, I, if being a bigger fan means in this one area you are more... Um, Crazy. Dedicated. Crazy. (laughs) Then, yes. Yes, you are. Okay, so another... We had another momentous occasion this week. Oh, yeah. So, Allie, who's five, went to her first Chuck E. Cheese party. I made a vow when we got pregnant. (laughs) You shouldn't make vows, honey. I I made a vow. You shouldn't make vows. I, I... I got on my knees before God and I said, Devil's Lord, foothold at a vow, babe. I said, Lord, please, please save us from the purgatory-like presence of Chuck E. Cheese. And well, it, you didn't it got have me to over go. Five years, it, it, over five years before that thing got... But it was... But honestly, five years it was, ago, it was... People were much crazier about it back then. Yeah. Like, it was. it was like... Everybody constantly <laughs> talked about Chuck E. Cheese. Well, now there's other things. And the to rebel do. in me is just like, no, we don't need that. I ain't doing that. Well, actually, it was super fun. And last time I was at Chuck E. Cheese, I think I was like nine years old. So it was it just. It didn't exist when we were nine years old. Well, we had major magic. <laughs> it was Razzmatazz. Do you remember Razzmatazz? I do now remember it's a, Now it's an ADT home security place. That that building on Reynolds Road. I actually had my birthday at Razzmatazz one time. Oh yeah. It was like a fox or something. It wasn't. It wasn't a mouse was, like Chuck E. Cheese. It was Chuck bears. E. It was bears. I don't know. But anyways, bears. The thing that I noticed about Chuck E. Cheese, I think I'm super cued into this this week, just because. Um, I'll go into this in a minute, but just like I feel like I'm in a oh, really please. raw place. But Chuck E. Cheese is serious sensory overload. Yeah, yeah. And it is like, it's like going to a casino. That's what it's like. It's like there's all the bells and whistles, (laughs) and then there's like a dancing mouse, and then like this poor little boy whose birthday it was, everybody's like looking at him, singing this song and clapping and stomping their feet at the top of his lungs. And you didn't know whether he wanted to burst into tears or 
yeah. you know, cry. I'm sure this is, s- you're describing a scene from a movie. <laughs> no, it was real. Where, I, no, I can see the scene in my head where the where it's like, um, oh, was was it one of the Adam Sandler movies? Like, did you like like the lady? It's something like the the lady in the lunch. I made it extra sloppy for you. you oh know, yeah, one of those scenes where like the the camera's bending it all weird and like it's distorted. Yeah, and... yeah, it was kind of like that. But we yeah. noticed. I I talked with my friend afterwards, and she had her little baby there. That's he's about four months old, and at a point he just started crying for like yeah. no reason. And we're like, well, what's the matter with him? Sensory like, overload. Yeah, but she didn't even think, and neither did I. We didn't think about the fact that, um, you know, babies are really susceptible to the yeah. sensory overload thing, and we yeah. weren't we weren't. It gets up on me. It. I, like it, that totally gets me. It's part of why I don't like going to to when we were in college. You would want to go to the dance clubs and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and it was just like. It, it's like you can't have any conversation because my brain just can't tune out all the other stuff going on. Yeah, and I, yeah. I just get to that sensory overload place and big scenes like that. Well, I was just saying that I was particularly raw, like I was feeling yeah. like I'm having a vulnerability hangover. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we just started um, putting out there our new heart of marriage video series. Yeah. And so it's a teaching about It is really I mean there was one level of when we first launched this this show, the podcast. Sure. That um like you look on iTunes and you see this picture of yourself uh-huh. and and it's like ah uh, that wow, that's My pictures on iTunes. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Like okay, and it was like there were probably three or four days after we, you know, we launched where I was just like that. Like, I, I don't know. And and like. You feel like you had that dream where you go to school naked? Kind of. Yes. And yes. You, and then you take off your coat and you think you're going to have clothes on, but you don't. And no matter how many times you yeah. go home, you can't somehow get your clothes on. Yeah. But friends and <laughs> friends and coworkers and some clients were emailing and texting and calling and bumping into me and like, oh man, it looks great. You guys are, you know, all these very complimentary um, uh, statements about the show and about the the artwork and everything. And it was really hard to receive it. Sure. It was like, uh, I don't know. So it's one thing there. And now we've just released this video series that is not just, you know, the show is largely us talking about our life and and trying to throw a few nuggets of wisdom that we've come across in your way. Um, but the videos are actually like, uh, we're telling parts of our story in a mm-hmm. really, really um, raw way. Yeah. And we're teaching. So like all of a sudden it's, it's two layers of vulnerability. It's the yeah. personal like, hey, we're talking about this time in 2005 when it was, it went, things went really bad. And there's this, hey, we're, I can't even say it right now, like we're experts and we're teaching people. I think there's even a third layer too for me was just the visual aspect of like we're appearing in the video. Like I am like picking apart. I'm like, ew, I don't even like that shirt anymore. That is going to the Goodwill. And, um... I think I need some stronger spanks and 
um, what the heck was I thinking with that eye makeup? And like, it feels like I have this like super critical. um, Me too. Yeah. And yeah, you experienced that too. You were sensitive about like, you know, you thought your eyes looked too puffy and some other things and you thought your head was crooked. Yeah, my head's crooked. And I'm like, My head tilts a weird way because I have this persistent shoulder injury. talking about? Yeah. (laughs) And like, I look at at you in the videos and you look great. Well, I'm going to just lean into that, the whole like you look great thing because I just, it's almost to the point where like we were... We were working on some of the videos and just and editing them. And I'm like, I cannot even look at myself one more minute. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. See, I just kind of, once I started editing, I was like, okay, I'm just going to turn it off, turn off my brain yeah. on that layer. And it's yeah. just, I'm just functional. That's so that whole man's brain is a chest of drawers thing. Mm, very like I, helpful. I just, I'll <laughs> embrace that right now and just be like, no, I turned off the vanity drawer, closed it. I turned, you know, shut down these drawers. Yeah. And I was just like. Does this video make sense? <laughs> yes. Insert logo, cut here. <laughs> yeah, well, good. That's great. I, I, I highly admire that about your brain at the moment. But anyway. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, that's I great wish, for you. I'm I so glad. I had that. <laughs> but what's beautiful about the podcast is I'm sitting here in my favorite Costco lounge pants. I feel like we have to talk about Costco every time. You 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 have a need. <laughs> you have some insecurity about about Costco. No, well, actually today this was part of so I had to be super curious about myself. Do we want to say more about the Heart of Marriage video series? Um no, at the end we'll tell people to go okay. to go check it out. But I had to be super curious about myself today because I felt very weird and I could not pin pin it down i was um we went to costco today of course and but it's saturday daniel hates going to ikea or costco on the weekend there's probably a couple other places on the weekend it's just too crazy it's like a zoo and you know sensory overload it is sensory overload it's like chuck e g's for adults (laughs) there's there's a but walking through costco and i'm like girls 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 both both the kids i'm like get in the cart no you can't walk we we just want to walk no you're gonna get run over it's just crazy in there well i mean but, but they have free samples. But they have free samples. So <laughs> you push through. <laughs> but um, I, I came home from Costco and then we turned around real quick and I went to a phantom birthday party that I thought was today, but apparently it wasn't today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And this was like the fourth party that we were supposed to go to within a week. Well, thank goodness. It's in two weeks. It wasn't even today. Yeah. And so then I just ended up going grocery shopping with the girls. So it was a zoo there too. And I just went home and I was feeling so raw and so tanked. I'm just like, I felt like I was like, wanted to crawl into the fetal position in the corner. And I'm, and I, so I was like really curious about myself and I'm like, what on earth is going on? I go grocery shopping like every other day. Like, why is this like, tanking me so badly. Which that's kind of a problem. Our grocery budget is... <laughs> it's a little uh, like out of control. We need to add it up tomorrow, but I think we're both going to choke on it. Oh, jeez. We need to stop eating food. It's this stressful phase. We just keep eating too much food. <laughs> it's part of it. <laughs> the budget is out of control. But no, I was like, 
man, what the heck is going on with me? So what I found out after I was like, what's going on with you, Danielle, was that after we released our Heart of Marriage video series this morning, Mm -hmm. I was having a bit of a vulnerability hangover. I was feeling raw. Mm -hmm. I was feeling like, what if nobody wants to listen to us and our, you know, crazy, ugly shirts and (laughs) what if nobody... Nobody likes us. And, you know, so there's that out there. Um, And so that on top of the sensory overload thing, just I was just like, oh, when Allie said, I want to watch a movie tonight. I was like, oh, good. I'll just fall asleep on the couch. And you did. And I hit it hard. We. Yeah, we had to turn the volume up to drown out your snoring. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's that. But you know what? Just between you and me. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So curiosity is actually a value we have for legendary marriage. And um, there are 12 core values for uh, legendary marriage. And curiosity is one of one of them. Yeah. And so today I was just really um, activating that value because I had to be super curious about myself. Um, But it takes a lot to get to that place where you're like, what the heck is going on with me? Um, But I was just wondering too, like with our kids, I feel like we extend that quite a bit. Like we're really curious with what's going on with them. If they're acting out of sorts, we're kind of like little detectives and we get to the bottom of what's going on with kids and friends. Like I ran into a friend the other day, of course at the grocery store and you know, she just had like a weirdness in her voice. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And I was really curious right off the bat. And of course, she said some lady just ran her over and knocked her Starbucks on the floor, which mm. rude. But um, I'm wondering how often we extend that grace to our spouses. I'm not sure we're so quick to extend curiosity with our spouses a lot of times. What What are your thoughts, hon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's you know if we replace, um, <laughs> so they're the four horsemen, right? The con- criticism, contempt, stonewalling, and defensiveness. And if we feel those rise up, and we actually get curious about what's going on there, yeah, you know, it turns conflict into a whole different kind of a ball game that's productive and everything. But yeah, it's a challenge. I'll own you know, up to the fact that I feel like this is confession hour here on the Legendary mm. Marriage Podcast. The Four Horsemen, the one that really gets me out of criticism, contempt, stonewalling, and defensiveness. Defensiveness. Mm. I know you're so super surprised. Yeah. That, uh, um, I'm surprised that you would admit it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah. I get, oh, there's uh, the defensive reaction. Stop. <laughs> I do get super defensive about things. Yeah. And then I have to like, you are really good at just saying like, okay. Okay. That felt defensive. Like what's going on here? And, you know. Yeah. You extend that grace to me quite a bit. So well, it's thank t- you. It, it's tough on both sides. And I would say mine is probably criticism. Mm. Mine is probably criticism. Uh because I will immediately have thoughts like, 
Really? I'm the only one that can put away a, a dish. I'm the only one that can put a dish off the counter into the, valid. you know, things like that. And like, why haven't you been, oh, that's right. Because we've been sitting across the desk all day working on stuff. Like you've uh-huh. like, we've been working, we've both been doing things. Oh, that's why you haven't done that stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. I, so my first thought, it will be something critical. Um, and so, yeah, curiosity is this incredibly powerful value that um, it's, it's hard, though, especially when we're in conflict or pre-conflict, mm. you know, where it's like, you're fired up about something and I'm kind of fired up. Like, which one of us is going to take the is going to take the high road? Which one of us is going to go, OK, wait, let's get curious about this. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, there's something in your, your blood starts going and you get your angry blood up and you're like, all right, let's, let's do this. Come on. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it. And, um, so it's, it's the skill of self-management. Well, uh, I, I mean, you can't have curiosity without self-management. I love how you can just tune into my like off spirit. Like if it's, you know, if I'm just like, you know, just off by like 10 degrees, you're like. There's something going on here. Like, what's going on? And I'm, and you know, it kind of awakens something in me. And I'm like, is something going on? I don't know. Hmm. Let me check. Oh, this is what's going on. So sometimes you have yeah. a better radar on me than even I do. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, s- I so appreciate that. We talk about curiosity with the kids. And uh, like, honestly, sometimes I think maybe we get, we have too much, like, I think we're too much curiosity. Yeah. Like we, I think, I think to some of the kind of stereotypes of, of, you know, in my day, if I was acting out at the dinner table, my dad would have pulled his belt off and swatted me across the butt (laughs) with it. He wouldn't have said, son, what's going on? How's your heart? Yeah. What's, I'm curious about what's go behind this behavior. You know, let's go off to the other room and, and hug and, and process this. Yeah. Let's go into some process coaching around. Like it just wouldn't happen. And it's, my parents, Not that your dad would hit you with a belt. No, no. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's just that. And sometimes I'm In thinking, mine, eh? sometimes I think we might actually, um, Extend too much curiosity. Yeah, it, I think <laughs> I think it's enablement. Too much curiosity is 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 a mask for enablement of some kind. Mm, I think right? you might be true. You might be hitting that. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, when we're slowing down, and they're just one of the kids does something or says something. It's okay. Now we know that we won't, don't want to do that. That's not a good choice. And we try to do all the non-shaming parenting things. And we try to do, <laughs> you know, all that. And there's, there's points where I'm finding myself lately where I, I'm just, uh, it's just no. Mm-hmm. Like n- I'm not going to have a debate with Allie about whether or not this thing is okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, make a deal about it. I'm not going to, I don't care what I said before. Right now, I'm in charge, and the answer is no. Because I said so. Yeah. Um, I and see. The, the other side of that is, again, like I notice it lately, the last few weeks, in myself, I don't have a ton of patience. Yeah. Because I'm so hyper-focused on all the 
projects at work and projects with you and projects with with um with a couple clients and things like that that I'm I, I just I'm so focused and driven mm-hmm. in order to get everything done that I have a hard time shifting out of that sixth gear. Right. You know, downshifting and coming coming down to a to a different speed and actually just sitting and playing or being with the kids or whatever. And so I start to get a little short. And you know what too is like we've noticed with the kids and we notice this with each other is like we're in a bit of a different season. So the needs are a little bit different where mm-hmm. um, you're like, well, I know the girls are just re- needing some connection with us right now. Let's go to Costco. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not what they're needing. They're like needing eye to eye, face to face. Like, yeah. And my efficiency value sure. is going, okay, let's stop working. We can talk in the car. We can process. We can, you know, get yeah. samples and push around the cart and, you know, ride the cart together down the empty aisles and, you mm-hmm. know, active stuff what, that I'm engaged with them. But we're also getting something done. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I've been sitting at my desk all day. I need to get out of here. Yeah. There's a lot in just like knowing what's needed in the situation too. Like when you and I, when we do get a date night together, it's so funny because it's like we just have this movie that we really want to go see or, you know, something like that. But in fact... Well, we haven't had a decent conversation in a couple weeks or whatever, and we just need, um, we need to get together and have a conversation, not stare at a screen together. Yes. Yes. And so it's like, there's a lot of curiosity in that too, just knowing what's needed in the circumstance here. It's like... What's needed? Well, we need to get out of the house. Sunlight. You had that um, realization the other week. We had had some sickness in the house too, and it had been cloudy and, and gray and gray and for a, quite a while, which is strange in Austin, Texas, because it's usually pretty sunny and nice. Yeah. Um, and you just said, "I think we need to hit the trail. Everybody needs to get out on the trail." And it was so funny because. The girls, it was like they were at Disneyland or something. It was. It was like, what is this thing that doesn't have walls and carpet? Oh. It, it's outside. <laughs> Look at it, It's a rock. Look at yep. these rocks, Mom. It's a rock. What do you do with these? It's a leaf. Oh, a leaf. <laughs> and we're like, ooh, I think we've been inside yeah. a little too long. We need yeah. some vitamin D. <laughs> and in no way do I want to sound like I'm complaining about my life. No, we love our lives. Like I get to work from home about 95% of the time. Yeah. And there are challenges to that. Like I don't have a door on my office. We but could, we could work on that. But or a heavy curtain of some I also sort. don't have to sit in commuter traffic for an hour either way. Mm-hmm. Right? So like the other day I was done with work and I was sitting on the sofa cuddling with Caroline who was sick and just not feeling well. And I'm just, it occurred, it occurred to me, like, I, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I'm here doing something really important. Sure. As opposed to sitting in the car. Right, right. Or on the train. I love it. So it's, it's really, really good. I'm, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Yeah. I'm really, really grateful. Yeah. For how much, how much time that you and I, and that I get with the girls, too. I love your tender heart, honey. 
for those of of course you can't see him because we're on a podcast, but he's getting a little choked up. He's a, a little bit clamped. A little bit clamped. He's a sweetie. Um so um I don't even know what the clamped means. It's I don't just an know. imitation from some movie. <laughs> for, that no, it was from Saturday Night Live. Oh whatever. coffee talk. Coffee talk. Um but um really we do need to wrap up. So speaking of, you know, the heartstrings over here, Dustin. We do have that video series out called The Heart of Marriage. What, are you just going to turn the Where corner we, like that? Well, while you pull yourself together, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd take over. Um, so in The Heart of Marriage video series, we created something for y'all to be able to have some powerful conversations that go past the surfacey um, level conversations yeah. that you can tend to have in your household with your spouse and also be able to uh, fight together, shoulder to shoulder, attacking issues instead of attacking each other. Yeah. <laughs> and thirdly, just getting on um, a shared adventure together and keying into being in community with others that are doing the same kind of things. So it's a really good series if you are we on We think our, it's good. Uh, you know, I think we... Besides our weird clothes and our weird makeup and our... Our clothes are fine. <laughs> I'm not wearing makeup, so I, I don't have... A, it's weird to see you in makeup because you I don't know. wear makeup all that much. But I, but I like it to yeah. some degree. <laughs> um, no, we made this this... We did this little project um, really as a means to to just give away some value to people to um, to give you some of the 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 most important things that we've seen in our marriage and in in the lives of the people that we've the couples that we've worked with over the last decade and everything. Um, and it really does come down to those things like learning how to get on the same page, <laughs> how to fight together, you know, create a shared vision like actually have some intentionality in your relationship and having a close circle of community. And so we walk in three videos, we walk through that and I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I think so it'll help you. I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. Connect and get some more intimacy with your spouse, which I know people are all craving in mm-hmm. um, various ways. So yeah. I think that really Hits the nail on the head on that one. So that's the big thing. That's the big pitch we'll give you right now. It's uh, legendarymarriageacademy.com slash heart of marriage. And um, that's... I'll, I'll stick the, the link in the show notes too. All right. Sounds like a plan, babe. Well, that's all we have for today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird stop there. Well, that's all we have for today. We're like waiting for the rest of your statement. (laughs) Was there something else you were going to say? No? Okay. That's all we have for you today on the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Please don't forget to jump over on iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review the show so we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Have a great week. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary.